0: the vibes that's
1: right yeah saturday vibes you just gotta like you gotta love a good mashup i don't know i feel like that's an underappreciated like i don't know if it's like a genre but like people who can just find songs that mesh well and just be like boom
0: the key word is good mashup yeah, Not all mashups are created equal
1: <laughs> Nah, there's some that are super trash Right. Happy, happy birthday Aaliyah You know, figured Get some aaliyah But figure everybody in the mom is gonna like Play an actual Aaliyah song So I feel like this was like a little sprinkle
0: Just a little sprinkle just this, a little... A,
1: this amorphous motherfucker though He does some good shit I've seen like a couple of his little <laughs> Mashing dick-mashes
0: Some people just they, they have it in them like, it's not even me mashing it up. Like, I just know... I know what sounds feel good for certain moves. Like, I just... I understand.
1: That's a bar. Like, it just be like, yeah. Like, I wonder if they, like, really prepare. If it's like, oh, shit, that sound like... I gotta go. I gotta go right now.
0: If you think about a lot of the best musicians, they feel their way through it. They don't really... Like, some of them may be actually trained in music, but for the most part, they just... I can I know. I know how to... It's like the matrix, they just looking at numbers and just,
1: yeah. Like, granted, this is not making music, but even like, <laughs> I remember like Shia LaBeouf said it was art, so therefore it's art. But making memes in these stupid ass videos, I realized like, even in that creative space, hey. I'd be like, damn, if I was the meticulousness that goes into music, I'd be like, damn, this would be fucking like massive if I was like a song maker or some shit like that, because I'd be just like. You know, I'll be bullshitting if I find myself, like, I have 30 minutes of free time and I have an idea, I have to do it then. Right. I'd be thinking to myself, like, damn, nigga, like, if you were, like, like, do niggas who make music? Like, hey, man, I got, oh, mom, I got to go. I got to go right now because I need to go to the studio. I need to go right now. I have an idea and I need to start fucking with shit. I mean,
0: if if it's your... Your livelihood to create it or it speaks to your soul enough to want to get it out. Some people just like just like say for us or any other comedian or somebody like that, they know how to reach back into whatever reference, pull from that reference and implant it here right now for comedic purposes, for that perfect like ha 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 moment. It's the same thing with music. Like, how can I combine these different things for this perfect feeling right
1: now? Don't get me on comedians, bro, because comedians like, modern-day philosophers. Y'all not going to go back and forth with me about this shit,
0: like... They're not, but just as any other philosopher in history, just because you are making sense doesn't mean it
1: is accepted. You think that means, like, Socrates and, like, Plato might have been funny as fuck? If, like, we're going, like, you know... Comedians in the Daves and shit. Them is some real deep thought motherfuckers. Right. The best podcaster, arguably, depending on who you talk to, is Joe Rogan, a fucking comedian. So I'd be thinking like, man, like fucking, uh, you look at all like the stoic pages and shit and you'd be like, these niggas might have been fucking hilarious before like being a comedian was a thing.
0: It's possible because if you look at, say within the spirituality realm, some of the people that are the most spiritually relaxed have great sense of humor. So you look at, say, somebody like Sad Guru,
1: mm. like,
0: chilling, I ride my motorcycle around the world,
1: really He's kind of badass.
0: I'm doing my thing, I can joke about stuff that we take seriously and that y'all stress each other out about, I'm going to laugh at it because it's silly, right? Like, this is silly, like, come on, let's pay attention, like, that doesn't make any sense.
1: I really like you, be <laughs> Like, you know, like, look, you know, like, that's not true, like, you know, it's... <laughs> I'm not, gonna,
0: <laughs> not gonna argue with you.
1: <laughs> he's like, is it not? Like, even when he asked that, I'm like, that's not even. You're not even giving people room. That he's like, is it not? I, I'm, like guess, right. Like, just ah, don't right. even. Nah, no,
0: don't stress do yourself you like, out about it. Do don't you beat like yourself it, upside you know, the head trying to make sure that it is. Just understand that it is, and just, just let it go. It's okay. Yeah, it's but it, it's, it's fact. Right. It's, I think it's the same concept. I think it's the same concept. Some of the, some of the most enlightened people in this world, because they understand. A lot more bullshit that we tend to put on ourselves and accept within our worlds, they either drive themselves nuts or they're extremely lackadaisical about everything, except for the one thing that they're trying to prove or disprove. Even Einstein. Einstein supposedly had a, a great sense of humor and he was a brilliant
1: individual. Indeed. Oh wow, look as I open up my fucking end, don't be overheard complaining, not even to yourself.
0: Well, they, there you that. go. That's there you, love you love go. Synergy, the world, this universe provides. The wow. universe provides. So, hi everybody. Welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this lovely, lovely summer Saturday. Oh, wait, it's, it's January. It's still still winter. But it's California, so it's like 90 degrees
1: here. Yo, it's I was <laughs> This motherfucker.
0: It's okay for 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 my friends in Canada and anywhere else that's a little bit nippy right now. All the folks on the East Coast, even the East Coast, their their winters aren't as normal as they. Like I don't know anybody that's got hit with some severe snow in a, in a few years. But, you know, but like global warming, warming isn't. Man. It's not real. I think I think whatever hole is in the ozone layer, it's just over North America. I that, feel like everybody else around the world, they get pretty pretty normal (laughs) like their weather changes maybe a tidbit but ours is just like
1: atmospherically we are the world's asshole we
0: are the world's asshole that hole is open it is gaped open right over north america and it's just pulsating like
1: wow gaia gives up the cheeks clearly with i don't know the way the, the the way this fucking global warming shit's working it must like gaia had great prep like it's open like that happens man yep uh, wide big like fucking just, it's just it's, fucking, it's in there a world of astral glide over
0: there. it's just wide. i mean no 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 resistance the path of the path of least resistance yeah that's 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 what we're creating here in our own zone layer oh, so man. anyway i hope you guys are enjoying this nice wonderful sunny Saturday afternoon, or this full week in general, it's just been nice and sunny, which is good. Get your ass out the house, get some vitamin D. I know we're all vitamin D deficient because we've been locked up in the house for the past year. Not in California, we've been doing what the fuck we want, but Pretty much. that's neither here nor there, or in the South, because they definitely ain't gave a rat's ass over the last year. Fucking about a goddamn thing but hopefully you guys are enjoying your afternoon thank you for showing up here thank you for giving us just a little bit of your time a little bit of your attention so you can come and listen and hopefully you can find some gems to just put in your crown and wear it around until you see us next thursday so thank you for being here we appreciate your time and energy as always thank you for joining on the chat thank you for watching on youtube thank you for listening on the good news radio app or wherever else you may tend to to just find our content and just invest it into your soul. We thank you. We thank you. We thank
1: you. To double down on that, I got a message today from from a friend, but still it was like, Hey, I checked my Spotify listens, uh, you know, whatever, like for I guess the wrap up or for this, for as much, whatever, and it was like, Y'all are like the second highest thing that I listened to. You know what? I was like, Yeah, man, fuck yeah. I feel you good.
0: Know, I don't I don't know who said friend is, but I send you hugs and kisses. I don't know what your situation is, so their consensual kisses just. You know.
1: I mean, she's married, but whatever. Like, uh, I mean, come yeah. on, husband, you want to be? I know, mean, he hug, can bring yeah, it in too, hook, unless yeah, he's just... not listening
0: with you, and he don't want to listen when you're listening. Then fuck him. <laughs> but other than that, if he listens to us as well, then both of you can yeah, come on, in. Just
1: fucking group. Yes, we can group, group hug it. Hug it. We yep. can group. I, I'm a,
0: you know, I'm kind of a large guy. I can I can fit everybody in here. Just you know, nestle each other. You like Damon? Just. Each one of y'all get underneath the titty and we we'll would just be, you know, together. But I thank you and I appreciate Wait, that. I think
1: she definitely would be under the titty. Him, y'all like what and what if not a little, looks like a basketball dude. I never met him, but like I've seen Oh, pictures. he plays,
0: played or plays.
1: It just looks like he should have. Like he's got the basketball look.
0: Oh, I mean, so he might be around my size. So mm-hmm. we'll be cheek to cheek a lot it's of fine. love. It's okay. Man, you just nestle in there real nice, bro. Mm-hmm. Either way, if, if you're listening, if you're not listening, then you know, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. But thank you anyway. Like, nope, no aggression. Like, it's all love. Peace. And-
1: I'm only not saying your name because you have, like, a real whatever, and I say a lot of dick stuff on here. But if you want to, I'll say your name next time.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> you're his friend. I'm... Yeah. I'll yeah. say whatever. I, don't... I try not to use any names just because I don't want to incriminate myself. Well, that too. So there's that but thank you and thank you again for anybody else that's listening and watching so how, how have you been since our last episode there's there's so many things that we can touch on but how how's things been this last couple of days
1: i mean things have been cool um been in a you know good positive space i started fire force nice um i'm happy about that splendid um but yeah shit's been chill uh Even, like, I guess, like, the shit that... Because, really, to me, like, when people get bummed out, besides, like, just, you know, the usual comings and goings of, like, the world. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, same thing, like, we would be talking about, like, you know, if you stay... Because everybody's in the house. So, like, besides just being uncomfortable with that little bit of situation, it'd be, like, you know, when I see people mad on the internet, I'm, like, y'all just really, like, must be sitting in, like, the pissed-off areas. So, I don't really do that. So, I don't really have no reason to be bummed out. Like, I work... I still got... I have, like practicing some of that like stoicism shit i still have access to things that i have access that i need really need to have access to i got my food i got my people i got my like um regular activities of you know fitness still playing my games <laughs> i'm still in school so like yeah i'm i am i i do not really have much to get mad about got what you need yeah i got all my necessities i got
0: what i want mm-hmm I got, I got what I need.
1: I got what I want too, actually. So exactly. I, got, yeah. I got what I want and yeah. I got what I need. So yeah, all in all, it's a long about way to say I'm doing pretty good. Hope you're doing good, people.
0: Yeah, I I second that notion. I mean, I'm I'm pretty low maintenance, so I I've, I've been relatively been relatively well as, as as usual, given all whatever circumstances, I'm I'm fine.
1: So. Low maintenance is like kind of a cool way to be. Like I don't think that I don't think that means you just should, like, walk around like, I want to be, like, a bum. But you're very cool. Like, I'm I'm good with the bare necessities. If you haven't, I don't even want to discuss. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, man. Bare necessities. Mm-hmm. Forget about your worries and your strength. It was, man, that was such a that was such a bar.
0: It was. We didn't get it as kids. but Like,
1: we didn't appreciate blue.
0: We didn't appreciate it. Just carefree. Man. Fat and happy.
1: Just the bare necessities just- of life.
0: Just the bare necessities. I've 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 had a couple conversations with people in in recent months, I guess, about that same thing. Like, I don't. I'm not a high maintenance individual. Now, granted, if you see me depending on my mood or whenever you catch me, you you know, gold and jewelry and all that other stuff, it may not seem that I'm not low maintenance, so to speak, or simple. But somebody else is like, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not the type of person that's comfortable with just accepting. It's like, no, it's not a matter of accepting. It's just I understand certain things aren't a necessity. Certain things aren't of importance. So while everybody else is fighting themselves to live a high maintenance lifestyle, I don't value high maintenance. It's actually a turnoff for me. Like there's a difference between allowing yourself to indulge in certain things incrementally and having a mindset of, high maintenance. I don't like high maintenance people. Cause I feel like I have to do this to be a, I don't, I agree that's not, that. that's not my groove.
1: I agree with that. That's where like, I kind of was headed. Cause like, like the other day I posted something on just in my story. It was like one of these, um, you know, you, some of those like fucking like super fancy decor home things. Uh-huh. And like this is the greatest two story home. in like, I don't know, some desert or forest and pressure or whatever. It's really good looking. I really liked it. It was all black. It was like some really like James Bond looking shit. I like a lot of that shit, but I got like a couple messages like, do you know about this shit? This shit is fire. And I'm like, like you said, like, I appreciate and enjoy all this shit, but I just, like you said, this, I try not to have that mindset that I need this because it's like, fuck, bro. Like, I believe that you can achieve or whatever, but that shouldn't be a necessity, like, something that would, like, change or shift my happiness if I never ever see this fucking, um, probably billion dollar home or whatever because that's fucking weird. Like, very very cool with my shit and i'm open to the cool shit but even if i had access to it i don't even know if i would be in like indulging in that on a daily basis i like gold i actually like jewelry aesthetically but i'm just like i don't if i don't have it it doesn't matter i guess
0: yeah like it's i would get it simply because it's something that i would enjoy and also like for me I originally started getting gold teeth, or I always wanted gold teeth, even just from a little kid, because it was something that spoke to me culturally. Like, my grandma, my dad's whole side, they all from the South. Granted, most of my family from the South, but I know for sure, Savannah, Georgia, that's in South Carolina, that's where my dad's side, that's where they all from. My grandma was a nurse with gold teeth. Like, she had, like, two gold teeth. She didn't take it out until maybe I was in, like, junior high, and she stopped Mm -hmm. wearing them, but... That's just something that I figure was part of the culture, a Southern culture for me. Like this is something that I identify with. And I got older and learned that that's how some slaves actually, like when they had rotting teeth, that's how they fixed it because they weren't able to get access to certain things like white people were. So they used gold to signify their status of being free and having some money and being able to fix whatever ailments in their mouth that they couldn't take care of before. So it's a cultural piece for me. Not necessarily just because I want to be flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to really know and understand people to see why they're investing certain energy into things. I think a lot of us we we invest energy into materialism and the high maintenance lifestyle for superficial purposes, as opposed True. to having an under. Like, why do you why do you have to have red bottoms? Why do you have to go to Beverly Hills or Rodeo like Why do you have to do those things? I can understand if there's a significance behind it. But if there's not, then what's really driving you to make that decision?
1: True. Like we've talked about, it. I in the in my back pocket, like I like potting, I like being in the city, I like going to school, and you know the future aspirations of just super duper therapist, super duper duper interacting with people. But in the in like <laughs> this other box fantasy part of my mind. I'm going to convert a bus and tiny home that bitch and just fucking shut down. And I feel like I might do that still and just be like, all right, like for, you know, my vacation, like log off from the world time. Just get in this fucking thing, this self-sustaining thing and just motherfucking drive. And I'm not even like a super road trip guy, but to have like, I feel like I, if I have like the tiny home bus thing. Only thing I would probably that maybe like some super outdoorsy survival into survivalist people would be against. I'm gonna have my Wi Fi so I could play my games. <laughs> but other than that, like yeah, I would just like. I, I mean, I've I've
0: I've actually helped put other people onto that vibe as far as the, like the converted homes or the tiny homes and stuff like that. Because for me, it's like, yo, this is a dope creation. If we're talking about artistry, or we're talking about Being able to have things like I'm big on customization, like everybody wants luxury cars. and Nah, I'd rather find a car and fix it up that's directly specific to me and what I like. Take something from nothing to something and refurbish it. I'd put ten thousand dollars into remaking a car as opposed to paying fifty thousand dollars for a stock Mercedes Benz. It's kind of stupid. It doesn't make sense. But this is personal to me for less money. I do the same thing when it comes to homes. Save yourself money. Save yourself space. Now, granted, I'm you know I'm a single individual. Both of us, you know, don't have no kids or nothing yet, so we can make that decision. But even if I did, I would still have just my little duck off house, or if whatever the case is. And it, I've identified in my life, I like freedom. So having that creates freedom. I can. Whenever we decide we want to get up and go and go do something, we can have all of our essentials. We can have some comfort and still be able to just go and explore because this world is too big for you to stay in the same place forever.
1: You know what I think about is that, like, I feel like people in general, but definitely I feel like, and not to just and not just trying to find an excuse for, I don't know, fuck shit dude behavior or whatever, but um, I feel like that is something that, like, say, in the scope of relationship, because that's pretty much where this is probably going to head in. We've been having, like, a lot of private relationship detox. But um, say, like, the man cave. Like, that is an attempt to have your freedom space in your own home. Because I to a certain degree, you just, I don't love these people any less. I don't not enjoy interactions. But I do feel like there's something that says, like, god damn, I just want to, like, Right. You know, and some, I think, very, very person to person. Some people can whatever, you know, uh, uh, a tiny home could work for you. A man cave could work for you. But the idea that, like, yeah, man, I want to kind of just go and whatever. Don't neglect your fucking response. Don't, don't take a trip to the fucking liquor store and don't yeah, get back for yeah, don't do that. But, like, don't you know what that. I mean?
0: Like, That's a different trauma response that we can get into.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I think everything gets looked at as, like, you're trying to just fucking get the fuck and, no, uh, maybe there is, like, a bit of, like, even that fucking group. One time we were, um, it was, like, a therapist group. We were all kind of, like, talking in a mental health group and how people deal with, like, relationships and shit. And I heard a woman say, like, w- one of the women in that group was, like, I would buy, if I had the money and just life was great, I'd buy two homes next to each other, one for me and one for my husband, for no other reason than go over there because I just want to be, in a space and know that nobody else is in this motherfucker but me. Right. And I think, I don't know, sometimes I feel like that the, the idea of that should be flirted with as more of a healthy thing and, you know, explore the fact that sometimes in relationships some of that, like, just shit that we consider normal can potentially not be normal. That's not, that's the way we were taught. That's the way society has, like, pushed it. But that's not necessarily healthy or not necessarily, like, the way it's supposed to be, it just is the way right. everybody says so.
0: But I mean, part of once you get to a certain mindset, normal is realizing that nothing is the same, that nothing is, quote unquote, normal. Everything is abnormal. And that's what normality is. And being able to accept that and communicate that is where the true growth lies. Mm-hmm. So I think although we're talking about having these ways to duck off and find your peace and your happiness for just a small amount of time within your relationship that's an extreme response because we're not normalizing allowing people to be themselves within relationships and have freedoms to fluctuate fluidly because we're not doing that now we have to you get your man cave i get my she shit yeah so when we mad at each other or when i just need some space i can go here as opposed to us being in tune with one another enough to know you need this I'm going to do this because you need that. I don't even have to ask you. I can just tell. And even if I didn't, be, even if I wasn't able to tell, you would be able to comfortably come to me and say, yo, this is what I need. Give me a a little bit. And I don't have to feel insecure about it. I don't have to feel neglected about it. I don't have to feel whatever the case is within myself because I understand you and I, I appreciate you communicating that with me. We're not doing that. So we're normalizing, we're normalizing, forcing abnormal behavior into being in a box which it's not supposed to be in true but we're also normalizing unhealthy relationship dynamics in the same sense lack of communication forcing you to want to have your own space my insecurities jumping onto yours because you want to do this and i want to do that and it's it's not it's not helpful to anybody
1: yeah and it's, it's sometimes weird when you see like any of these like relationship type um I always use social media, like pages or conversations and, you know, some of these behaviors that like we've talked about that are like normalized. You know, if you sit back and go, it's like, has anybody like examined, like these are my needs, these are my wants and examine like, are these needs and wants? And I'm even talking like from a personal space, like are your needs and wants really like, well, that's how I am. That's what I need. Those are, or that are, you know, the everybody's favorite, the love languages. And it's like, is that for real or is that something that you know you realize is a trauma response like are you super into being up under somebody because here here and here in these relationships you were neglected are you somebody who needs to get the fuck whatever whatever because you had uncomfortable interactions with intimacy or whatever or all that or all that shit and i feel like a lot of people being there just talking about like these are my needs and understand that you're worth and your needs understand that but examine your needs because you know it could be really like based on the foundation of horseshit
0: understanding your needs i don't even think we really understand what our needs are because we're projecting our wants and creating expectations based off of that so like even kind of like the um i don't know if i sent it to you i did send it to you but the post about you know how women want men their their husband to approach other women and oh yeah yeah and had the dude like it's for those of you that haven't seen it, I haven't in my story on my personal page. But it's basically just like how wives think men are greeting other women and he's like all on her and groping her and then it shows how he actually greets them, which is he gives her the church hug. And then how she wants him to approach them. And he's like, no, bitch, like stiff arm, like Heisman, Which, like don't get close to me. I'm married. Move. That, that's, I posted on the page like that's an insecure response that we normalize within our in our relationships, like your partner, your life partner. This is supposed to be your best friend, the person that knows you the most, the person that you want to spend this component of your life with. They shouldn't have to alter how they do things to fit your insecurities because you're not reminding yourself who you're dealing with.
1: I got actually two things. When you said the best friend piece, I got to just put a pin in that best friend. Everybody remember best friend. You guys at home remember best friend. All right. Um, But, like, even even in that video you sent, like, the insecurity space, that to me sometimes even feels like, and I know there are no absolutes, but, like, a misunderstanding of how, I don't know, the other side works because, you know – attractive dudes good-looking motherfucker good i you the way the i guess like i've had this conversation with women before like pretty much i think under every woman i've ever like especially interacted with in a romantic space of like how women and men interact like say if we're like you know at the gym or whatever you know like women be you know looking at you and i'm like you know what y'all do like y'all look at me and you blink slow and you might change your walking pattern where you didn't have to walk by me, but it's all set up in a realm where I have to in, I have to initiate shit. Other than that, shit's not happening. So it's like, for it to get that worked up means you probably just flat out don't trust me or have an insecurity. We should adjust that. For you, still an insecurity if a nigga was like, bitch, what you going on? <laughs> Unless, you know, she gonna order her whole asshole out. And then that's a whole other conversation about that's her asshole still, because, you know, don't nobody want nobody, don't nobody else want to fuck. I mean, so, it's, that's that's... From yeah. a dude's perspective, it's like okay, you establish like whatever your boundaries are. Like, don't go out. Like, I've like I've be, like I've had this. I'm like, you know, my response is to what you do. Like, don't be busting slob with no nigga. Like, you know, if a nigga walks up and like says something, that I know that's going to happen because I didn't, you know, come out here and date a Klingon. Like, you're an attractive looking motherfucker. Men approach you it's just on you to adjust whatever. And if a nigga starts to like, you know, do something that's invading your space or boundaries when well, I got full range, like, you know, rearrange some shit or whatever, but what the fuck I look like. don't talk to my motherfucking girl. Like I have an attractive woman.
0: I don't, I don't even, and I may be a little bit different or weird or whatever you want to call it. Even if somebody does come at my woman in a certain way, they're trying to get out her trying to talk to her, whatever the case is, I still I don't have grounds to respond to that. Oh no. Me personally.
1: Oh, I agree with you. I mean when I mean like invade it's like, you know, when niggas get drunk and get touchy. Yeah. But if a nigga's going to hit on that he's going to do that but, but unless I'm right next to you. That
0: leads me to, to what I was gonna say. So even in that realm, I'm sti- you are an individual. If you like, yo, back like nah, that's not like okay. If somebody nah, okay, I'm 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 already in a situation and they persist and she's like, yo, yeah, I don't have to respond at all unless he gets belligerent. And now for safety purposes, I got to like, yo, didn't you hear what? Yo, mm. we don't we don't need to progress this to a level that you don't want to get to. But I am fully capable of trusting her to be able to be like, yo, hey, uh, back up. Yeah. This ain't what it, if I have to respond a certain way it's because you didn't respond in a, in a certain way to either protect yourself or. Or to even draw those boundaries where you probably should have drawn the boundaries. Now, if somebody's trying to get all up on you and you like, <laughs> you know, it's like that. now your response to this situation is what I need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Not this other individual, not the situation or dynamic as a whole. It's really not even about you. And it's not even about my insecurities because there should be a certain boundary that is communicated in a situation. You didn't communicate that. Now I have to intervene. It goes both ways for men or women. If your dude, your dude should be able to full fledged hug somebody that he has a cool relationship with, and you understand that the communication of boundaries has been happening between those two individuals. If you see that those boundaries are being crossed, and you grabbing <laughs> her booty and you all up on her, then okay.
1: What's, what's that shit that Drake said? Then <laughs> like he's hugging girls. I've hugged girls like that that I used to fuck. Right. <laughs>
0: it's like <laughs> it is.
1: Like I guess. I guess like there's. Truth I, don't, look, there, man, I don't care like even
0: <laughs> I in the grand scheme of this world say now you know I'll be turning 35 this year and you're 34 35 years on this earth I don't know how many people you you done dealt with either romantically either just fucking or y'all started talking I don't I don't know don't really care it's in your past all I care about is did you learn from those situations Because don't bring that shit over here into your current situation with me bars but If you're meeting these people or coming across them, I don't know how cool you are with that individual. So should I get upset if you hug them a certain way? Because I know you used to. I don't don't care. Like me, I think I'm cool with about 90% of the women that I've dated in the past. Mm -hmm. There's probably about 10 or 15% of them that are like, eh, we don't talk at all. We're not really on hateful terms, but we just don't speak. I can still text any of my exes just to check in on how they're doing. I know I'm not crossing a boundary and I know when I get into a relationship, I'm probably still going to do the same because I, I still invest in people as an individual mm-hmm. just because this connection for us is no longer working. does not mean that you, I no longer care about you. I understand other people's boundaries may not be uncom may be uncomfortable. So I back up strictly because you can't handle that. I can. And I separate myself accordingly.
1: That's, Okay, good because I lost where I was talking. Came up, came back to it. All right, cool. Around, All right, baby. so like that sounds like something that a good friend would do. And sometimes when I see some of these people talk about relationship dynamics and shit like that, like you know they'll see um, it, it, it it'll seem like they're just. I don't want to flat out call the service because I don't know everybody's interests, but some of it, you know, some of it, some of the things. Yeah, some of it seems flat out just surfacy, but it always is just like, um, and I used to kind of be like this, like, you know, think that it was better to kind of be with somebody who's just like, you know, we understand each other, we're not in the same, whatever. And you don't have to, like, line up every fucking which way. But the idea that, you know, uh, that this person maybe should be your best friend, like, when you see, like, these memes and these shits of, like you know, want to go fucking hang out with the boys and when all this ass is here. And they ne- and there's never, you know, it's like niggas be gay for going to hang out with their fucking homies or whatever. But, and I guess, you know, shit, you know, the way the internet is, I mean, niggas do be gay. And that's fine. Um, whatever
0: your sexual preference is, as long as you communicate it, that's between y'all.
1: But the flip side to that is maybe you should get interesting. Because if I can do, you know, because if I can't sit down, you know, we in the house, we in the apartment, we in the whatever the fuck y'all, y'all in the fucking uh, chatty house, loving each other. Um <laughs> But if you and your fucking significant other really don't have situations where it's like, um, I remember Patrice O'Neill said this, something along the lines of this. And I could probably I, I would I would attribute this to talking to you or talking to any any of my homies so I could really have a conversation with it be like, you know, like would you fuck a bitch without no nose? And now on the surface, you know, you might have a certain type of woman to go, that's fucking stupid. Why the fuck would you even talk about that? And now talking to you would be like, well, maybe, you know, I might fuck a chick without a nose. And now we're going to get into a conversation about body positivity. We're going to get into a conversation about, how important the face is, does she have a stacked body? Now this still isn't a superficial thing, but now we'll get into well why do you why do you think that body is more important? Well when I was growing up BooToop and now this conversation has ebbed and flowed and turned and now we're talking about how a motherfucker grew up. We might get into how Skeletor was one of the most underrated villains like the
0: <laughs> shit Y'all may not understand how brain a referenced that is you're assholes. but look up Skeletor if you don't know it'll make sense it'll
1: (laughs) please hire me it'll make sense all All that shit but it's like yeah and it's like man well you stopped at fucking this like obviously here for the geek shit (laughs) but (laughs) you know if you can't do that you know some of that is like understand why this motherfucker might not sit home and talk you're not exactly like You're not giving, sometimes you're not giving best friend qualities and, you know, you're attractive and now that gets back into the thing of, like, oh, y'all just, like, kind of running through the motions. Right. You know, you're not taking space, understanding growth and all you fucking shit you all talk about. This is just the regular shit. You sit here, you know, what'd you do today? I scratched my ass. You scratched yours. Work was great. But we didn't sit here and talk about, like, you know, fucking... You know, we're, we're a big fucking ball floating in fucking nothing. There's a there's a fucking gaseous explosion just exploding away and it's going to burn us. Like, let's talk about it. So what right. the fuck? Like <laughs> a lot of people
0: would feel more comfortable talking about material bullshit, stuff that they can buy, things that they can spend money on doing, because that's living as opposed to like you're saying, what not even just talking about living, but what is your concept of living? Because even, like say with our discussion about, you know, dating a bitch with no nose, <laughs> it would go deeper to me because we date motherfuckers who don't have no ass or titties and they go buy it. So why can't we buy her a nose?
1: Why is the nose even important?
0: Why is the nose even important? Especially, like I say, half of y'all didn't, didn't like these girls on Instagram who didn't bought their nose, too, and they didn't got it shaped up. And, you know, Mr. Potato Head, they didn't just stick a different nose on their face every few years because they... If you can do that and date somebody who's not dealing with their own realness, why can't you date somebody who is dealing with their realness? At least they're showing their flaw. A lot of these wigs, we can pull these wigs back.
1: Cause that's another thing. Like, damn, I don't want to. I'm not trying to. I'm not really trying to stay on the no nose, bitch. But it's like the no nose, bitch, woman. But lady, yes, the no nose woman might be the coolest person ever. Still, I give her a fat ass, great body, everything else aesthetically pleasing, just this right here. But you have this margin, like, you know, pretty woman, less whatever, maybe the same bod, but it's just fucking boring. I'm not even going to say trash and flat out, t- just boring. Like you say, hey, um, what you watching? Like, and I'm, you know, I'm watching fucking, uh, I don't know, Fire Force. And right. we're talking about, fucking the Jesus-y themes that's in there, all types of shit. And, like, I'm explaining, like, why this is fucking cool. And she's like, I want to watch Real Housewives of Potomac. And you just, like... I want the no-no's. Like, <laughs> like you start to go like, okay, like now what's Baby, really... come back. Yeah, what's really important in a relationship because that motherfucker is cool. Like, I'm, right. I am, like, yeah.
0: Not only that, but from a mental health standpoint, she's willing to wear her flaws and insecurities on her sleeve and hold them proudly and still not let that you know, downgrade her value of herself, which means that's somebody that's self-secure as opposed to said individual over here that's constantly trying to find ways to cover up what her actual naturalness is or hide herself within a box. It's going to create a, pro- a problem later on. It's not even worth investing in it. That kind of goes to, to what Dee said in a comment. She said, you have to be similar in ways that count. Opposites may attract, but it's difficult to maintain a relationship with somebody you can't relate to. Ours. it's you have to be able to match up on a bunch of different levels but here's where I'll, here's where i'll say there has to be more of a shift though because i think a lot of us get into relationships with people that we can relate to but we're relating to them with the unhealthy qualities within us and because mm-hmm. we have not addressed them we are choosing partners that are unhealthy in the same ways as well And then we normalize it and we think that it's okay.
1: That's like a, that's like a, I guess, bizarro or like negative effects of using like relationship as a mirror negatively. Right. Like not like, you know, you see somebody and it's like, Oh, you know, we get into it and you know, that's what it is. And it's like, but you're not examining why you're getting into what this is bubbling up in you because your reaction is still your own. And this person is bringing your shit to the forefront. It's not necessarily they did A, B, and C. It's like, no, no. They're bringing your traumas, your bad responses up. Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop. You should address. I'm saying, like, you know, to your fucking fault. you address you? Why do I feel like this? Why do I respond this way when A, B, C, whatever happens? Instead of going, right, you know, this is just how it is. We both on the same bullshit together. That's. that's
0: that is, as D said, and thank you for somebody that understands mental health, trauma bonding. Boom. A lot of us don't realize how our relationships are really built in the bonding of our traumas, insecurities, fears, anxieties, frustrations, so on and so forth. That kind of goes to like the other post I sent you this week with the... So I'm sure most of you have seen like whatever dude or other people that... You know they'll find people on the streets. They'll ask them funny questions, or they'll hit on them—not in an actual sexual way, but just to be funny mm-hmm. and film it to see their reactions. And there was a dude that did that to a bunch of women and whatever. He, <laughs> right, he he went to another world, and clearly, clearly, he's joking. There's a mic, there's a camera. He's not really trying to get at the woman, but you know she's there and. He hits on her to be funny. It's really a joke. You can tell it's a joke. He has a little sticker and everything. And her boyfriend's like, no, no, she she already, her heart taken, bro. She already spoke. And he's coming off real, like, unnecessarily aggressive for no reason for somebody that's clearly just trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. Now, when we speak of trauma bonding, you can clearly see that he's a really insecure individual. Overweight dude with a not overweight girl. Somebody comes talking to your girl in Miami, she's walking around half naked and you like mm, you talking to my girl and she already got a man so on and so forth. I can look at her and see she's got the glasses on, the makeup, the the she fits the personification of the stereotypical I like material stuff to make myself feel pretty. I can look deep and see that, oh, you're insecure and you wrap yourself in material and he's insecure and he wraps himself in you to make himself feel strong enough. You don't want to lose these things because they make you feel more comfortable. He doesn't want anybody to impede and come in and take you away because you make him feel better.
1: I would say she's insecure in another way of, or, you know, anybody's insecure when you know you have somebody like that who's unnecessarily like, this is my girl, this is my lady. That's like you need those gigantic wild unnecessary expressions of love which is not love that's po- not. that's possessive it that's makes that's you a- feel
0: validated
1: yes i need i need you i to- need
0: somebody to act and we normalize that in our relationships especially people of color because we think i need somebody that's for me i need somebody that they don't even want that's unhealthy that's unhealthy that's possess. that's a possessive mindset when somebody has to intervene and like no nah, it is mine
1: yeah that's that's like drugs. Like, that's not a, you're not in love, you're in dependency. I need this motherfucker to make me feel this way. And now you can't, and shit like that, you can't view things that are genuinely fucking loving acts. And I'm not trying to, like, blow up regular activity, but I don't have to, I don't have to feed you. Right. right? I don't have to, Um. she doesn't have to. Uh, I don't fucking know. Like, they make jokes about, you know, I folded your clothes. But she didn't really have to do that. Like, people talk about acts of service, but, like, that that's a love language because people just love using that. But that's something that people kind of avoid in the love language. You can see a lot of, buy me a motherfucking gift. right? And, you know, I'm a physical touch person, but buy me a gift and fuck me a lot and cuddle with me. But it's, you know, understanding that, like, all these big, giant fucking things. Some of that shit is not positive. Some of that shit is not even love. That is, that's is attention-seeking. That's right. fucking lust. That's whatever, whatever. The things that go overlooked, nigga, that's the love shit. Like, this motherfucker sat in here and something is, like, I'm big on, because I know I don't like a lot of motherfuckers in my space. So if we're kicking it and it's just a cool vibe and you can feel energy, like, Scientifically speaking, that's also a thing we are electric beings, but that's another day but um, if you know you can feel that y'all are just sitting here cool, you don't feel that weird pressure that we have to talk about the news and you're just in a, in each other's space, they accept you in that space like that in itself is love and love language and but you'd have to kind of understand this person and understand yourself to go, okay, I feel this feels like loving this feels whatever it ain't always got to be like. Because I don't know, man, like it's in the, every day you're not finna jump off the motherfucking skyscraper with one leg like Dwayne Johnson. But that's like nobody does that shit. Like
0: Not, <laughs> not in real life. And even <clears throat> if you do do that, it's a one off. I wouldn't even say it's a one off. But the average person can't maintain like there's people that they're they're that extreme on a regular basis. That's just who they are. They need other people that are that extreme naturally. Like somebody that say, you know. I ride dirt bikes and dune buggies and all that other stuff. Y'all want to look cute and do that in the Dominican Republic, but you're not really putting yourself in danger. I just want to look like I'm doing something special in another country. It's for vanity purposes, and it makes you feel a little adrenaline. For somebody like, nah, this, I stay off up in the country. I got like a little dirt track around my house because this is how we are. I'm raising my kids the same way. Like they need a like-minded individual. You want to do this because it may give off a certain perception. This is really who I am. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us that are approaching these mindsets or these interactions or these things superficially, you couldn't really be with somebody that does that on a regular basis. It would exhaust you. Like you said, it's exhausting. It's exhausting for you. For them, that's normal life. I want want somebody, say a lot of women. A lot of women love guys with really nice bodies. That doesn't just come from nothing. Like, I probably live in the gym a good percentage mm-hmm. of the week. I'm probably eating healthy somewhat or eating structured or whatever the case is during the week. If you, somebody that just likes to sit mimosas and go to brunch <laughs> and you don't really work out, and your idea of working out at the most is hiking at Runyon. Y'all not, you can't say, I want somebody like that. You don't know what it takes for him to maintain that. That's a part of his lifestyle. That's not a part of yours. You would have to have that understanding.
1: I think that would come to a thing of understanding, like, or approaching relationship or interaction with people as far as, you know, relationships always seem like, oh, you get with somebody and they become the center of your universe. No. Instead of people looking at, I like this person, I enjoy them, so I I need... To find places to place myself in their life Integrate The idea is you integrate yourself But that doesn't mean you take up This, that, and the third Or I walk in and go Yeah, you with me, ho And like now This daddy world And I get to No, no, no She has this She has a life She has whatever the fuck's going on and i get the i like tuesday after you know it's difference between somebody neglecting you and you going like they have a life outside of right. you they have things relationships interactions you don't become the you just go oh i fit here you've now i'm important enough that you said look i didn't have any slots in my life but i'm adjusting my company now and you get this slot right not you get the fucking like that's it everybody I gets had
0: and in my life 100% of my life, I have 95% of it filled and I'm willing to put you in 5%. And the more that my trust and, and adoration of you grows and my knowledge and understanding of you grows, that five may turn into a 10 because I took five from somewhere else that I can allocate and I can give that to you like it, it will grow as it needs to grow as we grow within, you know, each other. But I, like you said, I'm allocating this time to you. It is not yours all of a sudden, just because you are here. You don't. You are not entitled to this simply because you are present. Like that has to be earned. But I still have my other. Ob- my life does not stop. My mom told me that growing up all the time. She's like, you die, the world is gonna keep spinning. Mm-hmm. Everybody's world is gonna keep spinning whether you hear here or not. The world does not rise and set on your ass. I used to hear that all the time growing up.
1: Yeah, And it's true Like we can
0: hear that From our parents But we don't think about that In the terms of our Relationships
1: And I think that would do Relationships wonders Because I feel like The relationships that people Really really Or maybe they do see it And that's why those relationships Aren't always whatever And like you know Cheating and blah 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 You know Beyonce and, and ho Like you know, there's no way they're up each other's ass. Beyonce is a fucking conglomerate in and of herself. Hove is Hove in and of himself. It's like, I understand who I was with and the moves you're trying to make to take over the world and blah, blah, blah. So now, you know, they might be able to allot themselves because they're super fucking rich. Right. Money, we make money in our sleep. So we can give six months to family time or whatever. But if it's like a, I'm on tour, you're trying to, you know, look, like we got Tuesday. Tuesday is our free day. And I bet you the motherfucker's like, oh my God, I love that I finally got a Tuesday. Because the life I chose to live, it doesn't give me that Tuesday. And it's not right. like I only saw you on Tuesday. It's like, man, I got a motherfucking Tuesday. Right. And then you fuck around and slip up and get a Wednesday too. Oh shit, we we lit. And you appreciate that this motherfucker, I I, I see my goddamn husband on the goddamn uh whatever. I see my wife on the on the fucking billboards and I know that she's got a thousand billion things, but this motherfucker took time out of that billion to do this
0: because because they care about me but also because I earned it
1: and it's not like oh well shit I didn't get to fucking uh I don't know you always see like the. I, I'd be like really tearing these like loving hip hop relationships where it just seems like everybody goes and takes pictures for 12,000 years and then like the one the real big motherfuckers like you'll see pictures of them here and there and then they be like living life and building and all the shit people talk about doing but like I feel like you're fucking full of shit but of whatever. course
0: and those, like you said, the love and hip hop type relationships, those are the ones that we are willing to try to base our norm off of. Fuck that. Not realizing that they're <laughs> unhealthy. I haven't seen one functional, healthy relationship. Now, granted, I don't watch the show on a regular basis, so maybe I'm missing it. I the, don't.
1: the fans be telling for me. I've yeah, seen I see all y'all who watch it. I see the reposts, Amen. and it'll be, and I can remember the faces. I don't know a name, but it'll be like such and such is with such and such and be boom, boom, boom. And then I give y'all three weeks. And it's like the craziest fucking story of how it... I'm like, why the fuck y'all be... How is this goals? Like, what the fuck? That's not
0: goals at all. That's not even something you should give your energy or attention to. But that's something that we normalize and that we think is okay. So it kind of goes along the lines of... Well, my quote of the day, I guess. So, my quote of the day. Oftentimes, the things that we seek out externally are only an attempt to solve our internal disturbances. Absolutely. Oftentimes, the things that we seek out externally are only an attempt to solve our internal disturbances. We are seeking out these relationships with other people simply because we're trying to solve what's going on within us, which is not going to solve it at all
1: all relationship is going to do is bring that shit to the service you still it's have to fix it yourself exactly
0: you have to fix it yourself but also you have to be aware that you're bringing that into the relationship so it kind of goes to the post that we were talking about earlier with the guy that's like yo i've been up to the point of being engaged and i just oh, thought yeah, that this yeah. is what i was supposed to do yeah. I, I mean i, w- I wasn't feeling very basically he wasn't whole within himself he didn't have a legitimate understanding of what love was he didn't really have that love within himself and i'm at the point of marrying somebody because i think that oh based yeah, on yeah. this i'm supposed to do this and this is how it's supposed to go
1: well that that definitely like is that thing of oh we've been dating you know so many whatever but you haven't really had uh, what a i think people confuse all the time I think people confuse quantity time with quality time. Right. You've been with a motherfucker umpteen years. But out of those umpteen years you've really only had shit. Some of you I would bank had six months of real quality, engaging experience. It's just been the same routine, day in, day out, this is my partner, boom, boom, boom. Even Will Smith said like said that one time that he was like him in um well, this is before the entanglement or whatever, like <laughs> They were having a rough spot, and he went and talked to, you know, I like some real OGs in this relationship shit, and even there, you know, we talk a lot about their era of, like, you just were in obligation, but it was Ruby D and Ossie Davis, and Ruby D was like, how y'all, How long y'all been married? And he was like 17 years, and she was like, you don't even know the fuck this nigga is yet. Like, you don't know him? You don't, you don't know you? <laughs> y'all don't know... Each uh, like, y'all don't know shit. You like, either gotta sit and be prepared, this is your best friend, and do the transaction or whatever. Because you like, you just have been with a person for a long amount of time, but you haven't really done any work internally. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You just, you know, you had a ceremony, right? I think, you know, and and that's you know, then that, you know, people like, we're married now, we're supposed to, says that's just what you've been told, but like, it's just the same rhetoric over and over and that nigga shit what he said was like it was just it didn't seem like no fuck nigga shit it just was genuinely true like i've just been with somebody doing with what i was told to do whatever right. i've watched all these examples of you date somebody you date them for an m- amount of time and then but shit, why are you dating them like what does this person not not bring to your life as far as like give and take but like what is this situation really feeding you like are you are you happier here do you feel whatever you just i'm just here because motherfuckers don't want to be alone, or you can't be um, dating at thirty-one because you're supposed to be. Well, Shut up.
0: So yeah. say, say you get to a certain point where you're like this, this individual, and you start to recognize that this is the behaviors that you're doing, but you're not, you're not with somebody that has that same understanding that you're now gaining. How do you address that within the relationship?
1: I mean, I feel like that's something that. You know, I, f- I think that might be one of, you know, people talk about getting cheated on. People talk about, you know, this motherfucker stole money from me. But I feel like that might be one of the hardest ways or things to traverse through a relationship because it's like, <laughs> I don't not care about you, but this is not, it. you know, that people just say it fun. it's like, you're falling out of love or whatever. But it's just, we're not, you know, whatever way you did it, we're not growing the same way or I'm, <clears throat> I'm growing in a way and I'm understanding that this is really not feeding me what I thought was. Whatever is not really subst substantive. We're just kind of involved with each other, like. And you gotta. I feel like you gotta. You try to have that conversation with somebody, but you also have to understand that if you have that particular level of understanding, and this person thinks about this relationship in whatever way they think about it, I think that's that would probably be tough because you would have to get comfortable with they're not gonna understand me. I'm gonna be a piece of shit, and I need to. I guess put. I guess selfishly put your betterment first and probably you know if they're open to it they're betterment too like because that doesn't mean you guys can't come back around to each other but it's like i'm not even trying to go fuck anybody else or anything like any of that fucking lower level shit that people talk about it's like i need to go figure out me and figure out why this is not whatever and honestly you need to go figure out you because you're holding on to something and don't really know why you're holding on to it right especially if you know if, if, if if it's presumed that that person is just Not understanding what he was talking about. Right.
0: You're holding on to something, and whatever you're holding on to is making you approach me in a certain way that is making me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I should be able to communicate that. Now, that's something that I personally struggled with for a long time. I wasn't very good at communicating my discomforts or communicating what I saw that didn't make sense. My way of addressing this like I see something you need to work on and it's gonna be a problem if you don't work on it my way of communicating that in a nice way was I'm not really ready for a relationship right now
1: I did that I did that a lot
0: and it's just like well, why aren't you trying to progress to this because I don't know how to tell you that you don't see what I see and it's gonna be unhealthy for both of us if we just continue to ignore
1: it I would do that or try to like work around that issue like okay if I I might still have that honestly like if I if I stack here I feel like I might can counteract this right but all that's gonna do is just make you pretty much an enabler because I've been that person like oh shit there's a lot of shit going on here all right if I just be all this on this end and not even really whatever like I can compensate for the lack of whatever in the part and that's not true that'll just you can't do that
0: I was more so passive than an enabler I wouldn't. I wouldn't challenge it too much. I would walk on eggshells to challenge it a tiny bit incrementally, maybe. But I also wasn't going to like shift things around to make it comfortable.
1: Oh yeah, I've ran the gamut. It's just
0: like mm, okay, I'm just I see this. I see the house is on fire, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to grab a fire extinguisher because she's triggered by red and All fire that. extinguishers. And I'm not going to save myself. I'm just going to. It's stupid. I'm just going to burn. And then when we have nothing else to be under, then you're left with nothing because you address nothing. You solve nothing. You helped nothing. So the basis of all this is address your own shit within yourself and realize whether or not you're seeking external validation for something that you're struggling with internally or if this is actually something that you're bonding with on a healthy level. Make sure that you're healthy before you make choices that are not healthy. So with that, hope you guys enjoyed the conversation for today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time and your attention, your appreciation, healthy attention. That is, we'll see (laughs) you guys again on Thursday. Come back and check and talk with us, engage with us. Thank you for everybody that hopped in the chat thank you D for being supportive to as always a
1: fucking squat.
0: whatever you want to do you can come talk to us about your healthy or unhealthy shit I promise I won't prod at it too hard
1: nah man very soft very no, very no, softly you know.
0: I- acupuncture I'm gonna poke at it to help relieve some pressure but I'm not gonna stab
1: you now we do prep around here before we get deep. Yeah, you know, you know got the condoms on the mic and everything. Yeah, we are know, oil we, it up, we, spread it out real nice, yeah. massage it, perfect. it will be fine. G-
0: Gape it open, baby. Gape it open. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Thank you. Just a dope ass podcast. You guys have a good weekend. Such an under, underrated,
1: thing.
0: underappreciated man. Enjoy.